0: While it's absolutely no secret at this point to anyone who's paying half an ounce of attention, the world has absolutely lost its mind. I'm telling you what, it's so funny, I woke up this morning, I had a plan for the blog that was very simple, and uh, hence the title, you know, check your receipts, we'll get into that here in a minute. But I'm just kind of scouring around on the headlines, and this, that, the... Okay, folks, (laughs) You can't make it up anymore. Politics be damned! It's just this is this is totally nuts. Good morning. This is Jim Baumgartner with Fifty Years Later, and here we are. And my golly, I tell you what, I uh, I get more and more dumbfounded by what I'm seeing. And I'm trying not. To, I, I didn't, I didn't want to go into a podcast doing commentary for the sake of commentary. There's a million to one people doing that. My opinion is no different than anyone else's. It's an opinion. But, okay, maybe you're not seeing what's happening. I don't know. I I don't know, so I guess I'm going to serve in the role as a podcaster, radio host, however you want to look at it, in a manner of bringing some things that I just found out that you may not have found out about, that you may very well want to know about, because things are just getting ridiculously stupid. Now, one of the reasons I didn't go down this particular path of doing a podcast and ranting and things like that is because if you're going to crack the mic open this is my personal philosophy If you're going to crack the mic open or fire up the camera and you're pointing out a problem then you should be able to offer a solution well that that's where it gets tricky right because i would not be one to i do not wish to be one to just presume the solution to things because certain there are a lot of gray areas right but there comes a point where things are just too stupid to just not say something. I mean, come on. Uh, I'll go into those points, but I want to get straight back into what the topic of today was when it comes to check your receipts. Okay. Now, this particular topic here involves a retail practice that's starting to get it snuck in at certain retailers. I'm not naming names at the moment only because i want to actually now this is where i will be very responsible when until i actually have proof of this in my hand that i can show you okay but again the source comes from the street on the ground talking to people and they have no reason to lie to me and i have no reason to lie to you so i'll give you this heads up be sure to begin really watching your receipts no matter where you shop because what's starting to be rolled out as a new normal, if you will, is, and they're totally bastardizing the term assumptive selling. Now, see, in The world of sales, assumptive selling, is you're approaching as you're getting close to the close and then you're closing down the deal on whatever it is you're selling, that the person is going to want to go ahead and get the large popcorn versus the medium. And they want the extended warranty and they want the et cetera, et cetera. You're assuming that, right? And you're putting that in your pitch and in your presentation. Well, the term itself now is being, again, bastardized to say that certain retail establishments are using an assumptive sale approach when that's not the thing at all what they're actually doing is just inserting stuff into your purchase like those extended service plans and things like that okay and here's the problem number one i don't like it it's like Think of it like this. You go somewhere, you purchase something, the computer automatically adds in all those add-on things, those extended service plans, right? So the person on the register, again, this is outside of their control. It just automatically loads it in there and they're to just tell you the total. So you get this thing. It's $39.99. You figure tax is going to be 10%. So you're expecting to drop $44. What winds up being $46? $47. Now, that seems like a small number, and most folks will just swipe the card and go on about their business, right? That's the whole thing. That's the assumptive part of it. You're just going to, the, the retailer is going to assume that you won't notice. Now, here's why that will work is because in an inflationary cycle where we are right now, I'm not an economist, but I'm a common sense guy. In an inflationary cycle, what you're seeing at the retail now, you know every time you go, it's always a little bit higher because something went up in price. So when you purchase something and then it's a buck or two more, you don't really pay much. You just kind of cringe and go on. But you may actually be paying for something that you did not want. And I'm not saying those things aren't good. However, to just put that on there without your knowledge or consent, that's dirty pool, man that just flat is and i know of a particular one particular retail outlet that uh they're a revolt with its employees and they said we're not doing that and they split uh again i'm not naming names until i have something hard in my hand that i can show you uh but i want you to start checking your receipts because you can tell them to take it off and they will I highly doubt anyone would go to the mat with you on, no, 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 you're going to buy this, even though it is that retail associates responsibility to make sure you do and that it's just dirty pool, man. It just is. So check your receipts and make sure that things are getting tacked on that you are not aware of that you didn't ask for and honestly, probably not going to use. All right. So I wanted to just kind of get that out there. Check your receipts and be a little bit more mindful before you swipe your card. Because you just never know. We all get so, we're we're very habitual these days. I mean, some folks, hopefully, are paying a little bit more and more attention. But things are getting snuck in on you. And that's not paranoia. This is a fact, okay? I got to have something hard in my hand before I can really really start calling folks out because i will but as you get them on your receipts or in your transactions note them let people know because otherwise there are going to be a lot of people who get scammed this is the type of thing that people would warn about when it comes to like people you know old folks getting calls at home from telemarketers that would wind up taking them for a ride you know That's not right. It's just not. So I'm calling it out. And, uh, okay, so there's that. Check your receipts. This assumptive selling, the bastardization of that word and term, um, is happening. It's really happening. They're just going to sneak in a buck or two here or there. It adds to their bottom line, all the while selling you something you didn't want that you're probably not going to use. And it's just flat wrong. Okay? It just is. I don't know. Just stop it. It just disgusts me but anyway we're going to go into that's that but i want to get on the second part of this show i'm going to rant a little bit more about the things i've seen in the headlines because we're moving into this is june or excuse me this is july 28th 2022 we are officially in a recession now in the united states of america and i want to kind of discuss not so much the recession because i'm not an economist i don't know exactly how that will impact me directly probably not probably not you unless you go into certain avenues of looking for loans and stuff because the inflation rate and all or excuse me instead of the interest rates and all But I want to talk about that and also more what's more important is the way things are being reported and the way people are just absolutely getting gaslit by the people that we're supposed to trust. Anyway, I'm going to do the spot for Anchor because you really need to podcast because your voice needs to be out there just as much as mine does. And when you go through the links that I put up, you help the show out and you also get yourself into a podcast situation that you should seriously consider. Anyway, back in just a moment. Welcome back to 50 Years Later with me, Jim Bumgardner, your host of this podcast experience. By way of JimStoyBox.com, I invite you to go to the site and uh, play around. There's some fun stuff in there, more so than just these crazy rants that I'm going on now. And why am I doing that? Because it's very important that if you become aware of something someone else may not know of, because why information distribution is so wide, far, and all over the place, that when you find something that really kind of like grates your gears... And you're like, now hold on now. And you want to bring it to light because nobody else is talking about it anywhere, but it's real, it's a fact, or it could even be some point of conjecture that kind of makes you, huh? And you want to get some more information and you can't get it from what you believe to be trusted sources. It's a great place to start. Okay. So, anyway, um I, I again, I'm just a little dumbfounded this morning. Every morning is a, is a round of being dumbfounded. All right. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding. Uh, Ah, uh, just you, you can't make this up anymore. Okay. Um, in regards to the current administration of the United States government and the executive office, um, they're insane, period. Don't care how else you want to define it. They fall right into the category of insanity because no matter what they say, the exact opposite is true. Up is down. Two plus two is five. You don't get more Orwellian than this. All right. This is no longer conspiracy. This is no longer conjecture. What you are getting out of this press office and the press corps that's reporting on it not all but actually some are starting to get better about going now hold on now what did you say it's gotten to the point of incredible stupid i mean all right here's the recession of course we weren't going into a recession yes we were it's not rocket science you didn't even need to you didn't even have to have the the technical definition of a recession with you know two quarters of negative or no growth to define it you could just simply look and see what's happening on the ground where you are It's like you know economic times is bad, let alone if you are in a business trying to secure loans to keep your business afloat, to start a new business, buy a car, buy a house, all those things. Okay, all that aspect of things, which is a whole other discussion when it comes to understanding what the financial system truly is. I'm not going into that right now, but just understand the financial system as you know it exists in a world of ones and zeros that are no more real than... um, Well, hell, anything could be real now, so I'll just let that be. All I can tell you is ones and zeros don't really exist. That's it, all right? It's simply a matter of control, period. Okay, now with that said, again, this recession thing, sure, fine, whatever. But there are bigger things that are happening that I, this even locally here where I'm at, and I am located in the state of Arkansas in the U.S. to my global listeners. Here's the thing. The attorney general here has joined in with 22 other attorneys general uh, across the nation to sue the Biden administration over their withholding of funds for school lunch programs. And why are they doing that? Because a school district must agree to implementing these transgender policies. Okay, I'm not going to get into the emotional moral arguments of that because that's irrelevant to me. What is relevant to me in that discussion is, number one, those matters should have nothing to do with your educational system. A public school system should do very basic things. What is that? Reading, writing, and arithmetic. That's it you don't as far as these the moral think about it like this if they can take prayer out of school and i'm not advocating for that either okay and i'm also not just walking a middle ground here i'm proving a point if you can remove the moral activity that is prayer that is prayer in school okay what gives you an authority to put in another moral decision as policy okay that's what that boils down to also reading what is stated by the 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 reports in regards to what the biden administration's purpose is in implementing these transgender programs i'm telling you kids if you read it the way they are framing the lgbtq plus community as being so disparaged. I swear to you, you could change out LGBTQ for black, African-American, Asian-American, the way they will pigeonhole any and every group to forward a political agenda. A societal change that's not really in the best interest they say they're trying to help. I'm telling you, folks, this is that's just bad. I mean, it just is. To push any moral issue in an environment where it's supposed to be reading writing and arithmetic that's the basics of what public education should be the other things when it comes to the okay when you go to school and we used to go to school again 50 years later when we used to go to school and it came to the social interaction of things and extracurricular activities um you you just gotta you learn to get along with people from different places again i'm a kid that grew up in little rock arkansas and i'm not that old to go back to segregation but i was a big part of desegregation whenever in the the 90s and 90s they started bussing kids all over the place uh, to keep the numbers balanced and and for the most part it was fine you know it's like you know you You were a kid growing up in Little Rock, and then you would be in school with a kid from Jacksonville, and you'd only see him during school. You wouldn't really see him outside. You wouldn't see him in the neighborhood because, well, they live way across town uh, or in another town, I should say. But that's really – I'm kind of digressing just a little bit there. But the thing is, when you go into a situation where you're moving away from the basic needs of what an educational institution should provide and instead replace it with – a moral a moral okay this is moral i don't care what anybody else says we're talking about a moral decision made by people and families that should not be inside of an educational institution as far as the discrimination and bigotry and things like that that's common courtesy all right Common courtesy—that's one of the main things that you learn. It was the 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 overarching umbrella that you would learn when it came to matters of differences in people that you were interacting with in a school environment. Okay, we didn't, you know, it's it's too stupid. It's like when trying to talk about this, it's like. It can't be this dumb. People can't be this dumb to believe that you've got to have a special federal law and regulation to get people to be nice to each other. Because they're not going to. If you don't like somebody, you don't like someone. I don't care what law you put on the book. If you don't like somebody, you don't like somebody. And normally has absolutely very little to do with race, creed, color, religion, and sexual orientation. It's like if you're a jerk, you're a jerk. Sure, Yes, there are instances where some people are pre-programmed, if you will, by their particular neighborhood environment to where they have a predisposition based on those things until you're side-by-side. Then when you're side-by-side with someone that you were told was bad because of XYZ, well, once you're side-by-side with them, if you have half a brain about you, which most of you do, I'm sure, you're going to figure out That oh no we're we're the same grunt in the same trench doing the same job, and that's how you figure it out. And I hate when we do that because then we just realize we really do get along, and those differences actually have nothing to do with getting along. But I digress. Anyway, that just I mean it just hurts my brain, which leads to the second part when it comes to also the potential solution. Now the attorneys generals are the attorneys general are. Suing 22 states are suing the Biden administration to release those funds without that caveat of implementing those transgender um, policies, which is just absurd. So, you're going to make all suffer for the sake of one. Okay, gotcha. That's smart. Um, man, it, it just hurts my head. Now, with that said, the solution comes from the states not suing a federal government. It comes with a state standing up and funding their own programs. When you look at the taxes that you're paying for your local public schools, there's enough money there to feed every kid there, no matter what their income class is outside of school. Okay, Those institutions get a lot of money from you in your state, let alone the federal nonsense. Hold them accountable for that. Period. That's it. That's how you solve this problem. You remove the federal aspect of it. Get it gone. So we don't want your money. We don't need it. We got enough coming in. And to the school districts who are still leaning on that federal money, and the states who are still leaning on that federal money, ask them what they're doing with it. And if it is not to benefit the basic core of public education, as far as reading, writing, and arithmetic, then hey, you know what? You, you, you stop it. Just stop. I, I just I, I'm I'm curious about it mainly because this type of thing because living where i live in the state of arkansas i know the food disparity of these folks up here is real there's this is not a booming economy where i'm at by any stretch of the imagination or the and this is long before any of this nonsense before there was a 2020 or hell even a 2010 this area up in here in these hills there are a lot of folks who struggle just to get by period So for most of the families, when it comes to their kids going to schools, and a lot of them, that's the only time they get to eat. And there have been a lot of great organizations here with, uh, you know, again, freestanding organizations, churches, uh, other civic groups, who've put together some fantastic food programs to make sure these kids can eat during the off-school hours and season. So for this administration, especially whenever they claim, and they're, God, and I'm not trying to be, because I personally think both parties suck, okay, period. But if you stand on a platform that you care about people, as a Democrat, as a liberal, then why in the sam hell are you doing this to people that are not impacted? Because, again, you're talking about the tiniest of a percentage that they are looking to provide this equity for. All the while, everyone else, because now where I'm at up here, you've got a predominantly white population now of course when you say that now that means they must be racist and they must be bigoted and they must be all that it's just not true it's just the way the demographics are here it's like if you go to mississippi you got a totally different demographic if you come up here you got a totally different demographic of people doesn't make one better than the other ever but i'm telling you it's disgusting it is absolutely disgusting we were at that point, and the only way to fight it is for the states to stand up and not sue the federal government, but to remove themselves from the need of those funds. You're paying taxes wherever you are, even if you don't have a kid in school, to fund those schools. Ask the schools why they're not doing it on their own. Do the schools need more money? To provide something as basic as, I mean, they're taking on the responsibility of having your child inside of those four walls for that 8 to 5 or 8 to 3 or whatever the school hours are there. Um, Then they should also take on the responsibility of feeding those children while they're there. Because they're children. Okay? (laughs) It's just, damn it. Do it because otherwise what's their budgets for because when you think about attendance roles and things like that and the main reason that attendance becomes a, pro- a problem with most schools is is if a student is not in class x number of days then the school is penalized by not receiving funding for the kid from the state and possibly the federal what are you doing with the money what is if per student because that's the way it's broke down is per student per student you get x amount of dollars per student So each kid has a number on top of their head that they're worth, like cattle. Well, you feed cattle, don't you? Yeah, you do. Well, I tell you, this is is one of those things that really burns my ass. I'm not going to lie to you. I try to keep everything as PG as possible. At least I'm just using three-letter words instead of four-letter words. But I will say this, that enough is enough, people. You've got to really consider what is the need of federal funding inside of your community, let alone your state inside of your community and what can you do to reestablish your community to take care of itself that's not easy no i don't have a simple solution on that but i do know if you start that process and ask those questions then there's the possibility we can get back to a civilized society that actually makes decisions based on logic more so than emotion and then that's for the betterment of all because regardless of where your emotional stance is on a moral issue the logical stance on the same said moral issue can come to a conclusion that actually makes sense you want kids to go to a public school which is a very very handy thing no doubt about that i prefer homeschooling i think that's much wiser but not everybody believes they can do that but by golly you've got to do something man this this is just bad make the call call your local representatives at your city council level um at your county electorate level at your state levels and ask them well what are you doing with the current amount of money that comes from the states into the school districts where we are why do we need that federal money to feed the children why must people why must people be why must people succumb to federal mandate of moral issue that is only that, that that holds things hostage especially food for kids don't tell me you care about kids and not do that but then again i, I say i'm not gonna go there i, I could go there in a big old long ass rant but i'm not going to when it comes to what do people really think about children these days uh from a political standpoint because that's disgusting too Anyway, um, I just want to make you aware of that because I just now found out about that, that when it comes to that uh, lawsuit being filed. And it should never have come to that. It just shouldn't. I mean, it's just stupid. And the only solution to it isn't to win a lawsuit and then get the money. and the new, Because the idea and the actions, that's the bigger thing that's happening in this government right now that we're seeing from the feds, is that regardless if something passes, where we are now and what they're proposing Are things that absolutely are insane. And the mention alone. The mention. The idea of some of these things they're trying to put on the books. Is absolutely deplorable. No matter what your political stance is. Because you have to look at the full long term game. They're talking about things that are absolutely. Against what this nation is founded upon in its constitution they're going against that now mind you i admit 50 years later i can see that i was programmed by the idea the idea and the perspective of the american nuclear family and i like it liked it a lot it was a good system worked good for us now of course there's other things on the peripheral that didn't work so well for others around the world because of that idea but you know what is what it is it was a good one we can re we can rework that one because everybody around the world, and I know this firsthand, the majority of people around the world who are plugged into the pump culture that we've enjoyed all of our lives over 50 years, uh, is a thing they enjoy and, I, and emulate and want to have and to be for their own. You know? Superman was born in America in 1938. And everybody around the world knows who Superman is and what he represents. Or up until the past few years, whenever DC Comics and Warner Brothers have done what the hell they've done to the character, which is terrible. But I'm telling you, kids, we're in a position to where you're going to have to look. And if you hear something that doesn't make sense to you, open your mouth and ask a question. Get an answer. You may not like the answer. I may not like the answer. Been plenty of instances where I've done that. I asked a question. I got an answer. I'm like, well, that's dumb, but it is what it is. But I know here in the United States of America when you get those answers that you don't like, there is a process to work on changing the answer. you know but it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process that you go through that is civil. but we're being pushed in directions that aren't so civil. They're absolutely insane. And again, when you look at what they're doing with kids now, I'm sorry folks, ooh PG13 window warning out the window. That's just bullshit, okay?'ve they've got to quit doing this and you've got to quit allowing them to do it and hold the people accountable i know that i know i mean i do understand when it comes to people send their kids to public schools because it's the only way they can afford to do it because they can't afford to go to daycare and programs or afford charter schools and private schools they can't do it they just flat can't do it it's just not economically feasible for them to then be able to have one two three people working in a home just keep damn lights on (sighs) Man, I really, it's so funny in doing this podcast, I've avoided talking like this. I wanted to be something more uh, just direct, man, And, and like, okay, in my previous existence on this planet, you know, I, I enjoyed helping people doing advertising, marketing, promotion, and things like that in the world of radio and television. And then, of course, transitioning into the online world. But I keep seeing things because, again, as part of all of those roles and responsibilities, I primarily did news. It was like that catch 22. It's like you wanted to be the disc jockey on the air, you wanted to make a TV show. Well, to compromise and get in that airtime, you would need to work on the sales aspect of things, whether you're out there knocking on doors or creating the fun stuff that gets people to go spend money with other people. Um, which is all well and good but man doing the news for 30 years and seeing what i've seen man you know I, i i can't help but be observational and i do my best to walk what i consider that middle of the road approach i have my opinions and it comes through it just does but at this point in the game it can't help but it cannot help but and i hate that you can't just i mean the ability to report a story just straight down the middle is very difficult now in fairness, though, I do still have that capability in me. If I can get all the facts lined out, the this side, and then ask the other side the same question, see what happens, and in the middle is your story. And then back it up with the facts, figures, documents, and everything else that you got. I can do that. I don't have a problem with that. But in this particular platform, I can see why people go into this direction when it comes to ranting and raving. Because, man, you get free, you know, you, you get to thinking, and you get to, and you're legitimately thinking about an issue, man boy it gets hard to keep it contained and keep your opinion at bay middle of the road is tough but i do ask you no matter what side of any spectrum you are first off to understand there are no sides okay you were convinced of a side you just were you were convinced to be on this side or that side root for this team or that team that's a choice and a perspective it's not reality that's that's the difference between natural law and man's law and we'll talk we're gonna uh, you know what uh, again this podcast is becoming something it needed to be and uh in the world of advertising marketing promotion and distribution that's a little tricky when it comes to trying to brand something you know and that's been one of the things i've been trying to figure out how to do is a brand a podcast because i didn't want to go in this direction because i wanted to do the fun stuff but damn it you know, there just comes a time where you just gotta stop and you gotta say enough's enough Use the tools, toys, text, and the knowledge that you have to benefit others. And that's what I am going to try to do here. And if you hadn't heard about these stories, well, I'm, I'm glad I brought them to your attention. But, you know, again, fact check me, man. Go for it. I have no problems with that. I'm not offended. I'm not going to be butthurt about it. It doesn't matter to me at all. Uh, but go ask the questions yourself again i don't know all right so i'm going to wrap this thing up today be sure to shop the shop at jimstoybox.com because i'm selling stuff to keep this thing going because i think i'm just going to do this a lot and uh yeah i have funds man and i ain't looking to get rich baby i'm just looking to uh keep the thing funded Anyway, check that out at the shop. Also, I put a, sp- a sale together because it's funny to me that, uh, you know, folks will run like 20% off. Well, we're in an inflationary recession period, even though they say we're not. Uh, so you can go to the shop right now at JimSoybox.com and get 22% off, not just because of 22 marking the year, but also uh, I put in that extra little bump to cover the inflation. So instead of <laughs> the standard 20%, you get 22%. I'm sure you get the joke. Anyway, check out the shirts and the other stuff that there. Uh, the digital stuff is even better because then you get it immediately. (laughs) All right, so we're going to wrap that up. Uh, We're going to come back, go to jimstoybox.com, and uh, look around, learn about some toys and stuff, and fun stuff, and conspiracy cinema. That's fun. You'll love it. If you can't joke about Satanism, what can you joke about? I don't know. Uh, But until tomorrow, gang, have a great day. Keep your eyes wide open, your head a little down, until you need to raise up. Have a good one, everybody, and enjoy that theme that's going to show we ain't done yet.
1: You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet You might think I'm over the hill You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet There's lots of living left in me still I used to be a goer, now I'm a little slower But don't you ever think I'm gonna quit? I still make nifty moves, when I get in the groove I'm not as why you seldom see me sit You might think I'm passing, but I'm not done yet You might think I'm over the hill You might think I'm passing, but I'm not done yet There's lots of living left in me still might be a little fatter, but that doesn't really matter For after all, most folks are just like me I may have lost my hair, not that I really care It's what I feel inside that's really me You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet You might think I'm over the hill You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet There's lots of living left in me still You will never hear me sing the blues For after all, what do I have to lose? I'm my Mercedes, they want to come along just for the ride. Because of how I look, they think I'm rather cute with a beautiful young woman by my side. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm positive but I'm not done yet There's lots of living left to me still You might think I'm positive but I'm not done yet You might think I'm over the hill You might think I'm passive, but I'm not done yet There's lots of living left to me still Lots of living left to me still Lots of living left to me still